Welcome to the Gen X Women's Guide to Love podcast. I'm your host, Shonda Howard, and I'm going to teach you exactly how to stop attracting all of the wrong men so you can meet and marry the man of your dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having an amazing week. And I wanted to hop on. This is going to be kind of a quick stream of consciousness type episode. And the reason why I wanted to hop on really quick and I'm recording this so quickly is because something has come up over and over and over again with all of my clients this week. And that's just a sign to me that this message really needs to be shared. And so what has come up continually is this idea that when we're working through something, when we're working through limiting beliefs and really taking a look at our past and understanding what's created our current reality in our love life or in any other area of our life, a lot of times we think it can be as simple as going and doing the journaling exercise once and then we're supposed to have a different experience. But my friends, that's not how it works. We do the journaling exercises, we get awareness, we go into our life and we start to integrate. And then we notice the fear comes up, the triggers are still there. And we start to peel back the layers of the onion on those beliefs, those fearful beliefs, those negative stories, those past programs. And what I was explaining to the majority of my clients this last week is that, yes, we've done all the work. You have all the homework assignments. You're doing the homework in between our calls. And yet what you're finding is that for the most part, you're starting to have a better experience. You're starting to interact with a different type of guy. You're starting to attract new types of men and new experiences and relationships into your life. However, you're still going to have moments. My clients are still having moments where in between, they're still having those lower moments. They're still having moments in their life where they're saying to themselves, oh my God, I think I'm going to die alone. Oh no, I'm so afraid. Or Or they just notice I'm having low moments. I'm feeling a little bit more depressed. I'm not feeling as happy or as high vibe as I've been used to feeling. And what I've told all of them is that this is a really natural part of the process of this work, because as we elevate your subconscious mind, your subconscious beliefs, as we align you with more self-worth and self-love, naturally, you're going to spend more time feeling good than not feeling good. And so when you dip into the not feeling good moments, it's going to feel even worse. So that's number one. But number two, and most important, is that anytime you're feeling low, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling kind of like, this sucks. I'm so unhappy. I'm unmotivated. I'm feeling really down and out about my relationship status or any other area of your life. When you're having those low moments, the work is always, 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 Your work is to ask yourself, what am I believing right now that is causing me to think and feel this way? So let me repeat that. Your work is to ask yourself, what am I believing right now that is causing me to feel this way? At the root of every feeling that you're experiencing in your life is always a thought and or a belief. So for my clients that are looking for love, 
as they're moving through their life and they're navigating dating from this more aligned place as they do the work to clear out their limiting beliefs and clear out their past programming. And they notice that they're still having moments in their week where they're kind of dipping into lower vibrational states, a more depressed feeling, a more feeling of hopelessness. Their work, and this is what I've been telling them, is always to look at what am I believing that's causing me to feel this way? And once we start to dig around there, what they notice is that they're believing something that is along the lines of, it's just not going to work. This isn't working for me. I'm not going to have what it is that I want. Or maybe they're believing I'm going to have to settle. And so notice how when you're thinking or believing something like that, it's going to cause you to feel sad, lonely, frustrated, hopeless, depressed. Whenever you're slipping into those lower states, those lower feeling, lower energy states, it's not because your current reality is going to be what you experience forever. And it's not because you're actually not going to find anybody and there's no one else out there for you. It's because you're believing something that's not true. And so if you can really find the belief that's causing you to feel that way, the next step is always to ask yourself, okay, so now I've identified the belief. The next step is to ask myself, do I know that this is true? Is this ultimately true? Can I say with 100% certainty it's true? So if the negative belief that you've identified is something along the lines of, I'm going to die alone with 10 cats, that used to be my limiting belief, by the way, or maybe it's, this is never going to work for me. I'm never going to find anybody. I have to settle for a guy that I'm not into, whatever it is. When you have that belief, then you're going to ask yourself, is it true? Is it ultimately true? Do I know with certainty that this is the truth? And so the answer is always no, by the way, because how could you ever know that you're going to die alone? Do you have a crystal ball? Can you see into the future? No, the answer is no, you do not and you cannot. So number one, you want to identify the belief. Number two, you want to question the belief. Start to poke holes in it by questioning it and asking yourself, well, do I know with certainty that this is true? The answer is always no. And then number three, you're going to ask yourself, what can I choose to believe that will feel a little bit better? And so my clients, because they're looking for love, just like you probably are too, if you're looking, if you're listening to this, my clients can often shift themselves from, I'm going to die all alone to, I'm willing to believe this is working. I'm willing to believe if I can just keep showing up, my person is going to come into my life. You see how much better that feels? So this is how we shift. This is how we really integrate the work, first of all. But this is also how we shift from those lower moments, those moments of feeling more hopeless, depressed, feeling like it's not working, feeling really frustrated. Of course, it's okay to be where you're at, by the way. And sometimes the the call is not to sit there and try to do this process and shift. Sometimes the the call that you need to make is to go lay down, take a nap or watch something really funny or take a walk around the block, get yourself out of even trying to think about it. And then once you're ready, 
when you're ready to feel more empowered and take your control back over your emotional state, then you want to go through this process. Then it's time to ask yourself, what am I believing that's causing me to feel this way? Is it ultimately true? The answer is always no, by the way. (laughs) And what can I choose to believe that will help me to feel better? Now, I want to give you a quick example of this that's actually not related to love, just because I think that this makes it so tangible. So the example that I have actually shared with a lot of my clients this week is this. I've recently, in the last couple of years, been doing a lot of work around my money mindset. And the truth is, when I look at my past, my past programming, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. I grew up with parents that lived in a lot of scarcity, a lot of lack mindset. The narrative that I grew up with was always, we don't have enough for that. You have to be responsible with your money. You have to save money. It's not safe to spend money. You don't just, you're, you're not supposed to be frivolous with your money. And that really informed my relationship to money. And what I found was that for the last 10 or so years, even back when I was in my corporate career, each time I would increase the amount of money that I was receiving, I would always think, well, if I get to the next number, the next salary number, then I'm going to feel better about money. I'm going to feel like I can relax and like I can spend and be in a state of ease and joy when I'm spending money and really enjoy myself and feel worthy of money. But each time I would increase my salary and I would have the same experience, which was that every time I would go to spend money, I would feel all of this tightness and anxiety. I would feel all of this shame. I would feel like, oh, you shouldn't be spending this money. It's not safe to spend it. That was sort of the narrative underneath. And that's continued to be my experience until really recently, actually, because it's just been the last couple of years that I've started digging deep into my money issues and my relationship with money. And I was telling my clients that this process of shifting from these states into a better feeling state has to be sort of integrated into your daily life. And I was giving them this example, which was that about a year ago, I was in a situation where every Friday I would have to drive to the bank and take out cash to pay our nanny. Now, Our nanny was in the budget. We had enough money to pay for our nanny. We were not lacking in any way. We were not starving. There was no reason that I should have been experiencing negative feelings about taking cash out every single Friday to pay my nanny. But every Friday, without fail, I would drive to the bank and I would get there and I would have all of this panic wash over me. All of this fear, all of this anxiety, all of this tightness in my chest. I would feel such discomfort with it that I would have to sit in the parking lot of the bank. I didn't even want to open up the calculator and tally up how much money I owed her for the week. I didn't want to look at the numbers. Okay. Maybe you can relate to this, by the way, with money. But I would sit in the parking lot of the bank every Friday and I would breathe into the feeling because the feeling felt so real in my body. And I would ask myself, what am I believing? It's causing me to feel this way. What am I believing? What's the belief? What's the belief? And I would dig deeper and deeper and deeper until I got to the core root belief. And without fail, every week I would get to the same belief, which was I'm afraid to take the money out 
because I'm afraid the money's going to run out. I'm afraid we're not going to have any more money. Now, of course, that seemed absurd if I once I started to look at it because the truth was I knew that there was more money coming. Money was always coming. But my subconscious, my programming didn't feel safe with that scenario. That deep belief that I picked up in early childhood was it's not safe to take the money out. It's not safe to spend the money. We might run out of money. And that was influencing the way that I felt about money for pretty much my entire life. And so I would sit in the parking lot of the bank and I would breathe into it and I would ask myself, what are you believing that's making you feel this way? And I would get to the root belief, which was if I take this money out, we're going to run out of money. And I would question it. And I would ask myself, is that ultimately true? Do you know it's true? No, the answer is not true. Then I would ask myself, what do you want to believe? What I want to believe, what I'm choosing to believe instead is that it's safe for me to take this money. The money gets to flow in and out of my life. The more I spend, the more I'm open to receiving. That I know how to earn and receive and make more money. I mean, the truth is, when I really looked at it, it was so silly because, of course, if we ran out of money, my husband and I both know how to make more money. We've been taking care of ourselves for a very long time, both of us, both of us in New York City. And by the way, if I look at the the history, if I look at my past, I've never run out of money. It just simply wasn't true. It was like this really absurd belief, but it felt real because of those feelings in my body. And those feelings in my body were created from that past programming. So I would spend weeks and weeks and weeks breathing into this feeling, questioning it, till I could get myself to the place where I finally started to feel like it's safe to take this money. It's safe to spend money. Money comes and goes. Money's meant to flow. And even now, by the way, I was telling some of my clients this. Even now, that still pops up for me. But the volume is turned way, 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 way down. But that's because I've continually showed up and questioned this belief over and over and over again. I've been willing to sit with the discomfort of the feelings and I've been willing to examine what is this feeling being caused by. So any time in your life that you're feeling really low, depressed, hopeless, sad, feeling like things aren't working out for you, the question to ask yourself is, what am I believing that's causing me to feel this way? Is it ultimately true? And what can I choose to believe instead? And it's a continual practice. It's peeling back the layers of an onion. It doesn't go away in one week or one session. I'm happy to report that I've gotten to a much better place with my money mindset. And the, tr- the same is true for you too if you continue to do this work with money or love or anything that's causing you to feel painful emotions. It's always a question of asking yourself those questions. All right, so that is it for today. I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening to the Gen X Woman's Guide to Love podcast. If you liked this episode, I would be so honored if you'd share it with someone who you know is looking for love. And if you're ready to take this work even deeper, I invite you to head on over to shondahoward.com forward slash free, where you can download your free meditation to attract your soulmate.